Hey, Laura. Hey, what? You want to watch a romantic comedy? $1,700? That's a down payment on a Ford Focus. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, that was good. You're gonna say top night. <laughs> top <laughs> night. <laughs> yeah. That's like the one I remember you yelling in college. <laughs> Sounds what? about right, but I don't remember yeah. that. Oh yeah. <laughs> she used to yell that in college? Oh yeah. That's fantastic. Mm-hmm. But before we get into that, hello. Hello. <laughs> Welcome hello. to Romantic Comedy Commentary, or as Sarah likes to call it for short. Rom com com. Dot com. And you may have noticed that I didn't do the intro this week. It was Sarah and a soon-to-be-named woman. It's Laura. Laura Inglehart. Yeah. Hey, everybody. She <laughs> has been mentioned numerous times on this show. She's here. And I think has been on Instagram for us. Yeah, well, you were in um, that horrible tiny picture I posted <laughs> playing, um, what's her name? Margo. Margo Tenenbaum. Who? Margot Tenenbaum? Margot Tenenbaum. I thought you yes. said Mario. No, Margot. Who's Mario? <laughs> Open those ears, Sarah. <laughs> Apparently. Margot Tenenbaum. Also in my picture, you're a tennis player when I'm from a Clockwork Orange. Clockwork Orange. Yeah, it's a Clockwork right. Orange, guys. I'm from a Clockwork Orange. <laughs> and if you cool. couldn't tell from her quote, this week we're doing the wedding date, and that was one that uh, Laura chose. Why? Mm-hmm. Let's dive into why you chose the wedding date because I like yeah. knowing that you used to yell top night. In <laughs> yeah, you sure did. And I mentioned earlier that Sarah's memory is scary, and I wasn't <laughs> kidding. I don't remember that, but that what? I don't. I wouldn't. I, I'm. I would believe. I feel that. like it was toward the end of college. I would believe that you like yelled it and then went to bed. <laughs> Like, See, okay. I'm done. Could be worse. Yeah. So, so to the point where when she yelled that in the movie, I was like, holy shit. That's what Laura used to yell. Like, it was so funny. And her wandering off down the street as she's mm-hmm. yelling that, just kind of fist pumping slightly. Yeah. Like, kind of dancing. That's what Laura did. Really? Yeah. I hope so. I hope so. Oh, raised both her arms in the air. And then I think headed off toward your bedroom. <laughs> perfect. That is perfect. Yeah. God, I'm so much cooler than I thought. I know. That girl You're in this fun. movie had the best lines. My favorite line from her that if I was doing the intro, it would be unrelated to uh, romantic comedies or love. But when she was saying, like, you get to have sex with him. And she goes, you should send God a bottle of wine or a quiche. <laughs> she was great. Yes. Yeah. I, she you was the best sassy side friend. so hard. When she said, ah, oh, I think I've just come. And you would just laugh and laugh at that scene. It was Wait, did hilarious. you guys just sit around watching this movie in college? Was this I think like I've a only seen it once or, or maybe twice. You made me watch it on like a Sunday afternoon when we were hungover. I was like, this is fun. And then I think you had it on like one night or something. And you were just giggling at that scene. You're like, that's my favorite. It's so funny. <laughs> so crude. Yeah. <laughs> this movie clocks in. Now, I texted you this. Mm-hmm. Do you know how long this movie is off the top of your head? Because well, I was shocked Only because by this. Sarah told me. So, no, not off the top of my head. 79 minutes. Without Boom. the credits, right? Be- beginning of the credits. But I'm talking from, like, DVD begins timing the movie to, to the movie is over and the plot's done. 79, mm-hmm. and I mean <clears throat> flat. Not 79.1, not 78.59. Huh. 79 flat. They are going to burn through this movie. 
I, <laughs> but it didn't feel, there were times I would have liked things kind of drawn out and we'll get into that, but yeah. like it didn't feel short and that's not to say it felt long either. It just, it felt appropriate to, cause usually when you see something under 90 minutes, you get a little kind of Worried. skittish. Yeah. Yeah. This is either terrible or a kid's movie. Well, yeah. I, and, and we'll get into this. I do know I listened to the commentary today mm-hmm. that went with oh. this movie and it was Deborah Messing. Do not listen to that commentary. It is not very good. Why? It's just boring. Like, yeah. she doesn't say anything, really. Yeah. It, it just kind of comes in Nothing and out. revealing. Like, yeah, there was only, there's one, she described one scene that got cut that I can't imagine was 11 minutes long, but we'll get to that, and I think it ties things together nicely. Wait, so, Laura, you said that when you watched this, the next thing up on Netflix that you saw was an advent calendar romantic comedy. That's right. Did you watch it? I did. Is it good? It's great. What's it called? <laughs> it's called, I think it's called The Holiday Calendar. Hmm. And it's about a girl. A different who... guy every night. <laughs> no. It's that would be great. Is it about like a Christmas sexual awakening? <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Wait, let me guess. Let me guess. Let me guess. Okay. A beloved no, 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 holiday no, no, wait, character wait, wait. turns into a sexy man every night. <laughs> okay. A different one each night. First, it's Rudolph. Then it's Frosty. Then it's Santa. <laughs> then it's each reindeer. Well, now this movie sucked because it wasn't that. Elf on the Shelf. <laughs> okay, my guess was going to be that. Okay. <clears throat> this movie sucks. A holiday calendar. Okay, here's my guess about what it would be, and then you get to give mm-hmm. us, tell us what it actually is. My guess would be, okay, there's a girl. She, she is engaged, but she is very, very nervous about it. No, 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 not engaged. She is very serious with a guy, but she doesn't know if this is the guy she wants to marry. Mm. So she decides... That she's gonna break it off, and then spend the next thirty days going on a. Or, or, is it half an calendar thirty days? Twenty four. Or twenty five. Next twenty four or twenty five days going on a date a night, no repeats. And if mm. her heart still loves that guy at the end, she's gonna go back to him. Mm, I don't know exactly what the twist fun. would be. Maybe it would be like he's in- Santa. <laughs> and the prince no, young got, santa okay, prince no, i got the twist she works at a let's go to coffee shop sure. a guy at the coffee shop says it's a terrible idea the whole time and through the whole thing she's like you know writing her about it and whatnot mm-hmm. through the course of the movie she falls in love with him not even and guy not her dates. guy yeah not her guy she doesn't end up with there are a lot of guys in this now they're her original guy yeah 20, 24 others and then this coffee sometimes. shop guy yeah so there's like 27 guys yeah. most of the guys would be throwaway guys and the coffee shop guy is santa <laughs> <laughs> so wait what was holiday calendar about We're... do i ruin this for you though no, i don't know do you um <laughs> actually that's a good you know what no don't ruin it for us okay. let's let's live in let's live in our ignorant bliss until we do watch it just it makes and... me want to sing Holiday calendar, <laughs> holiday calendar. That's the theme song of the movie. Well, I knew. Yeah. yeah. Oh, wait, is it seriously? <laughs> no. Oh, God damn it. Sarah, what's the wedding date about? Um, it is about a woman. It kind of starts in media Suresh where she is leaving for the airport for her sister's wedding and her wedding date is meeting her there the opening credits show her circling want ads for sexy men so apparently she hired an escort and he is running late so she has to courier his ticket over to him he meets her on the plane and it's dermot moroni she tells him that her family is awful she hasn't seen him for two years you've got one minute you've 20 you've used 20 I don't seconds. care <laughs> and he goes with her to london 
and pretends that he's her therapist boyfriend. She sees her ex who broke up with her for no reason two years ago. That's why she hasn't seen her family in two years. Her sister is marrying this very nice guy, but she's vapid and awful. And then somehow she decides she likes the escort and they do it. They decide they like each other. Then she finds out her sister was cheating on her fiance with her ex and that's why they broke up and everyone knows but her she gets mad at Dermot Mulroney and runs away but then they come back together and he saves the wedding and they get uh, and then her sister gets married successfully and then they end up happily ever after together you always do that where the beginning is really long to explain <laughs> and then you wrap it up very quickly the other thing yeah. that bothered me about her whole setup was that she has naturally curly hair but they clearly spent a lot of time straightening it. I have a note here that says, how do we feel crazy. about Deborah Messing's hair? I it's had a, a problem mess. with it. Yes. And because they straightened it, it what they bad. did with her coloring her does coloring not was look bad, right. And her part was very strange and big. What? Yes. And like oddly okay. noticeable. Not yeah, right. It was not right. Good. Justin, not right. At literally no point in this movie did I even notice she had hair. You could have told me she was wearing a ball cap. I'd be like, that's no, great. No, you wouldn't. You could have told me it was curly hair and I wouldn't have known. Okay. Dead well, sometimes serious. it was. It got curly when it got wet. Yeah. And I was like, that's the best her hair has looked right. this entire movie. Yes. Wait, walk me through again. What's your problem with her hair? The part was in the wrong well, place? Well, she dyes so... it. Yeah, so they dye it so it's... Straightened. You can see the, the Wait, kind they of... they dye it so it's... Stra- what? No, no, no. She, her hair is dyed. Okay, number yeah. one in real life. Yes. Okay, and in then, the movie. <laughs> for the, for the movie, maybe I don't. Whatever. Know. Who knows? Yeah. When they straighten it, then you can see that you know variegation of color because mm-hmm. it's all flat, and they like flattened the part down so much that it looks weird and kind of trashy. I think it plays to her personality in the movie, yeah, like but I just and I her. just couldn't look at it I that know, much. It looked bad. It, I didn't like it. No, it wasn't good. <laughs> it bothered yeah. me as all I'm saying. But I do think it was part of her character and I I think that it was the right choice for her character. Really? I mean, she's so controlling at first. You know, everything has to be... And she's nervous because she can't control the situation in the beginning. Yeah. So I think what they could have done is let her hair get more natural and more curly as the movie went on as a plot Mm. device. Am I right? I guess you guys would have picked up on that. I would have had no clue. Like, oh, her hair looks nice in this scene, just like it did the last scene Mm. in the beginning of it. If her hair was curly throughout the movie, that highlight in the front mm-hmm. and it the color would have been fine. Yeah, like she was on Will and Grace. Yeah. Yeah, that looks good. It's yeah. a thing. I'm learning. Mm-hmm. No, I am, uh, I am learning. Learning now. and growing. The whole movie revolves around like seeing an ex at a wedding mm-hmm. and trying to make him... What was her plan? Was it jealous? She, was it to get him back? Did, was she didn't no, know? No, she didn't know. She never had any closure. She didn't know why he broke up with her. Mm-hmm. So she didn't want to show up at her sister's wedding just single and sad. Mm. So she wanted to be, you know, more secure and look like she had her shit together. But like, was it to make him jealous? Or I just don't think so. To make her just feel more secure, herself yeah. feel more secure. Okay. Like she's going to see him. He broke her heart. She doesn't want to be alone and look look like Sad. a loser yeah. yeah well have have you guys ever had to go to any sort of wedding or something where you're seeing an ex you have not seen for some time yeah 
how'd that go? Like, how'd you, how did you play that? That's what I'm curious about is how would I someone in the real avoided world. avoided him at all costs. Did you do any like prep work beforehand? I got real drunk the night before with my sister on campus. <laughs> Remember it was um, Michelle Kelly's wedding. Then you came and picked me up and oh, I was like yeah. really hung over. <laughs> Just completely avoided him. Oh, okay. Yeah. Well, but you didn't do anything to like... Did you have a date? Did you take Brian? Was this I took Laura. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. <laughs> Brian was out of town. I don't remember why. So Laura and I went up to Cleveland. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. What about you? Have you ever had to do anything like that or not really? I have. And it was not that I hadn't seen him in a long time. It was that it was still very raw. Uh-huh. Like it hadn't happened. It hadn't been very long since yeah. it happened. So did you do, I mean, I'm what I'm like, did you do anything to prepare for it? Did you, I just made like, sure I looked hot AF. Okay. Well, that's what I mean. Like, did you hit the, did you like hit the gym for weeks going leading up to it? Did you just get a nice dress? Like I'm, I borrowed a dress from a friend who I thought, thought had like and i still think has really great style uh-huh. and just made sure that i was on point that day nice. so then did you steer towards and talk to did you stay aloof did you stay away from like how did you play that i think i probably avoided him because at the time i wasn't very mature about handling mm. those emotions yeah and mm. i left early from that wedding too Oh, really? I had a I had a family thing, and I didn't feel... Yeah. I think they wanted me to be there because they did invite me, but I wasn't very close to them anyway. Mm. I think they, they're just nice people, and they invited me, mm. but yeah. At Michelle's wedding, I think I forgot. I think she told me that he was coming, but I had completely forgotten, and I didn't do anything at all to prepare. I don't remember you being weird at that wedding. No, I barely. It was like a blip on my radar. Well, then I yeah. guess, and then the other, then I guess, not so much for you, but for you, like, did did you accomplish your goal? Do you think? Did you walk out? Do you think like he, you turned his head? You know, like, did you walk out feeling good about it? I'm just kind of curious. I think I was still very sad, yeah. but I felt like I did the best I could. But you broke up with him, right? No. No, this isn't who I'm thinking then. No. Hmm. Hmm. Well, I broke up with this guy, so. Yeah. And I, I also kind of hated there. him. Yeah. <laughs> so I just was like, fuck this. <laughs> I've had several of these type of run-ins. Yeah. None yes, of, you have. None of which I handle well. No, you don't. Oh, shut up. <laughs> you do reunion. Just, I'm a, like, <laughs> yes. Okay, so that wasn't my finest. I handled, I handled one at the UD reunion well, but either way, no, there yeah. was a, there was a, there was a wedding that I had the same goal of like you, like, I'm going to go in, I'm going to turn ahead and whatever. And like worked my butt off. I was down to running like a flat six minute mile, which Jeez. for me, which for me is moving. That's awesome. That's uh, moving for anybody. Like, hey, yes, yes, yes. But then has anyone heard? I can run a six minute mile. Oh, I didn't see you there. <laughs> 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 I mean, how do you show that off? Well, because, like, the body shows it off for you. You don't, like, you know, you're not like... Yeah, but if I ran eight-minute miles, I'd look the same. My point was, I was... (laughs) You were really in shape. Yeah, I carried a timesheet with me. (laughs) This is my running log. Have you guys seen this? Uh, But then I probably got pneumonia, and, like, like a week before the wedding... Definitely cut weight. Oh, yeah. Dropped a few more. So I just showed up at the wedding looking, like, really sickly, I believe, Uh and pretty much sat at a table and didn't drink it. So that was uh, my plan. So you looked like you got broken up with, and you stopped eating because of it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm. So that that was not going to home run on that one. I ran into... Ran into... I knew he would be there. My ex at Polka Fest, a place where we... This I do remember. I wasn't there, but I remember this. Yeah. 
it was weird because all my friends were acting weird and I was like, please stop acting weird. And they were trying to like uh, help me avoid him or something. I was like, just don't do this. It's like they got all weird and giddy and like, stay away from her. And I was like, stop being weird about it. So the other question is the flip side of that. Would you be like, I don't know what to call it other than a beard at a wedding. Like if someone had you go as a date to make them jealous not if it's my profession or if I'm just doing it for um, a friend? No, let's say friend. Let's say friend. Hmm. But but do you not only would you do it, could, do you think you could do it well? Do you think you could actually, if the goal is to make the other person, I don't know, jealous or just, I guess, make the person look in their best light. Do you think you could go in there blind and win over a crowd? Would you do it? Yeah, well? I think I could. And you would do it? I think it would be fun. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Trying to help a friend out like if that. I didn't yeah. know the people. I mean, if there were people that I already knew, it wouldn't work anyway. Yeah. But if I didn't know True. these people and I was just like, woo, here we go. Well, what if it was... And they were serving filet mignon? <laughs> oh, yeah. In an open bar? Mm-hmm. I'll laugh at anyone's joke. No, you what don't do you, even have to pay me for that. What is yeah. payment enough? Well, what right. do you think would set you guys apart in that Steal role? a few wedding think, gifts? Is it, is it dancing that would set you apart? No, it's my ability? winning conversation <laughs> and my ability to laugh. All his jokes. I think you can go into a situation like that feeling very confident. Yeah. Like very confident. Nothing's stopping you. It's kind of like Halloween. You just, you are someone else. Yeah. So it's easy to play that and act, you know, just like, yeah, I am the shit. It's Wedding Crashers, but with permission. (laughs) It like takes away any of the guilt that would be like was in Wedding Crashers. Okay. Yeah. What about about you? Would you do that? Would I do it? Yeah. Oh, absolutely. I would do it without a doubt. I would be excellent at it. I am not, (laughs) I am not a big wedding dancer, but Mm. when I am in the right mood, like you're saying, kind of like you have a a certain cockiness to Mm -hmm. you, I can work a freaking room. Yeah. When I need, and I can, you know, I, and I can build, I'm really good at building up another person when I, when that's my goal. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I think I could really pump the person I'm up with, mm-hmm. give yeah. them some confidence and make sure that whole room sees us having a great time yeah, too. Totally. You know, I think I could be mm-hmm. not just good, excellent. Yeah. <laughs> so, oh, wow. Yeah. Well, I will write up your Craigslist yeah. <laughs> um, ad right now. $1,700, please. Honest <laughs> to God, $1,700. Or no, no, it was six, six grand, yeah. right? $1,700 yes. to have sex with something. Pounds, not dollars. Oh, oh that's right, yeah. So, I was like, oh, this movie was made when the dollar was stronger. So Deborah Messing is going to the wet. Now that we've jumped into, Deborah Messing has hired an escort to mm-hmm. fly to England with her mm-hmm. to go to a wedding to pump her up, build her up, make yeah. her feel good Be in her front companion. of her family. And literally escort her. And she didn't know what the guy looked like from, yeah. from moment right. one. She somehow tracked him down from an a op-ed or a piece he had written in the newspaper. Mm. I think he was like her... So he was in like the New York New Times magazine, magazine or New yeah. Yorker magazine or something like that. Yeah, but he was anonymous. But anonymous, she still somehow right. tracked him down. She has all these connections, apparently. I have a so friend at the yet magazine. another story of a type A woman wound very tightly. And apparently she works for the airline. Yeah, Virgin Airlines. Yeah. yeah. And Virgin Atlantic. So she had a nice seat in a plane. That's one of my bucket list things. I want to take a trans oceanic flight 
in first class with the seats that lie down. Nice. Oh, that would be awesome. Although she wasn't lying down when she fell asleep in that plane. Yeah. She just kind of like scooted down in her seat. Yeah. Have you you seen Sex in the City 2? Yes. The the ones that they take on the yeah, UAE flight Dubai. where it's oh, like man. closes in a room. Yeah, Lord Almighty, they do that That's a in um, <laughs> Crazy Rich Asians <laughs> too. You gotta see yeah, it. I know. I still need to see it. I think it's coming out soon on video, so I finally can. Mm. So she is. She's assuming based on this article that this guy is good. I mean, for six grand, you're guessing this guy can yeah. can do his job, but you don't know what he looks like. Yeah, I don't know that I would drop six grand because what if he shows up and he's a schlub? Or he walks up and he's, you know, mm-hmm. just acting a little be off. It would be hilarious if Jack Black was cast as him. <laughs> because he's really, he's really... Oh my God, like, I love this movie. Yeah, because he's obviously not physically what you would think of as a male escort. But he has a really dynamic, kind of engaging personality. Oh my God, I want to watch that movie Wouldn't that now. be hilarious? That would be pretty funny. He like wins yeah. everyone over. And then, that, and then the turn would really make would mean mm-hmm. so much more when she falls in love with him. Yeah. Now the sex true. the sex scene would probably come a little later. Mm, yeah. Oh my god, and that would even be funnier. The sex scene where afterwards yeah. they're arguing about money and it's Jack Black being like, "Save your money, lady." <laughs> Nothing happened. Oh my god, I want to see that movie so bad now, Sarah. Yeah, that would be really funny. But he shows up and luckily she sees that he's attractive, but again like would you spend six grand on anything without kicking the tires? Like, you know, at least like seeing a photo. Yeah. Well, so she finds out who he is from a friend who works at the magazine. Mm. So the magazine doesn't have his photo. Yeah. But that's not to say that she didn't find out who this was and then contact him. Because she did say he was harder to get a hold of than what? She made some comment like that. Mm, You're harder to get a hold of than something. Hmm. And so maybe... She figured out who he was and did a lot of research mm-hmm. on him after that. Okay, because yeah. she doesn't seem like the type that would just willy-nilly hire a guy for a wedding. Like, mm-hmm. She seems yeah. like the type that would research, research, research. Yeah. So, but she did, and I'm Sarah. Sarah loves uh, Dylan D- Dermot Mulroney. Dylan McDermott. God damn it! I get the two confused. Ooh, Dermot, Dermot Mul- Mulroney. Sarah loves Dermot Mulroney, so mm-hmm. you would be very so happy. does everyone. Yeah. <laughs> so they fly over and they hit the ground running at this wedding, mm-hmm. and they've at that point probably only spoken for what maybe an hour because she falls asleep on yeah. the flight. Yeah. And they hit the cab ride and that and she's already on him about like this is too matchy matchy. They stop so she can change clothes a couple times. But I yes. do agree with her that it's weird to have your dress match his tie when it's not an <laughs> the actual wedding, when it's just like a a get together yeah. type of thing. I did like his he stopped her and stared in her eyes and said you look him in the eyes and no one will notice what you're wearing. Mm. It's like, I don't know if that's true, but it's I like it. Not. <laughs> it's like, no, it's still no. no. <laughs> you can't look everyone in the eyes all the time. <laughs> his, his Sorry. like guru moments were a little too maybe much to, for me. Yeah. And maybe to him. men. I loved him. I loved his guru moments. But women, the minute you're not looking them in the eyes anymore, they're looking at you. Exactly. I'm, yeah. I think it's, it's women who would look at what Absolutely. you're wearing. Not necessarily necessarily the guys yeah absolutely because women uh, it's been said and i believe it women dress for other women so no oh, absolutely yeah. yeah guys are like nice dress yeah 
That's good. I see you're wearing a dress. Is today. your hair good curly job. or straight? I don't know. I didn't know she had hair. <laughs> I mean, seriously. You could have told me she was wearing a bald cap. I, <laughs> Say what? I'm being honest with you. Uh, the mother gives a nightmare of a speech at Oof, this wedding yeah. get together, mm-hmm. which I almost I thought, unreal. I, oh, yeah. I thought that was hilarious because the whole mm-hmm. speech just about. Well, I thought you were going to get married and then that guy broke your heart. What the hell is that about? Yeah. That was pretty good. <laughs> Brutal. But the thing that I wonder is what the hell? Like there's no backstory at all. And I guess that's the trial of starting in the middle. Mm-hmm. You don't know why she hasn't seen her family in two years. There's no explanation as to, you know, like why they live in England. She lives in New York you know what the heck happened and then you're like i guess this is she's going home for her sister's wedding they didn't do a great job of filling in the details well that that comes to the fact i think that it's 80 minutes long like i want to well, but it we'll, doesn't have to be well i know but that we'll, they made that we'll choice. play with that at the end of about what it could be but maybe it was even an editing thing like they had scenes that they just couldn't use for whatever reason because you're right, it does it does leave some of that stuff open. The only thing we really get is just they're crazy, but my stepdad's not crazy. He's yeah. like a hostage. They unfold a little bit of it throughout the movie, mm-hmm. but it's just a lot to have a that kind of a gap. Yeah, yeah. In in the beginning, mm-hmm. well, if anyone brought up a breakup to me that was that gut wrenching as often as this family does, I wouldn't go back to be around these people. No be like, you guys are kind of missing missing something here. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah. See ya. I thought, and you guys may not agree with this, I thought the groom looked like, uh, now bear with me for a second, I thought the groom looked like Bob Odenkirk, but hmm. if you took, no, 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 I'm not done. If you took Bob Odenkirk now and made him younger, but not young Bob Odenkirk, specifically Bob Odenkirk hey, today hey. and the wisdom and sadness in his eyes, but hmm. made younger. And that's just me. And Sarah never agrees with me when I say people look like other people, no, so I don't. It's see fine it. if you disagree. If similarly shaped heads, and they're both white men, yeah. <laughs> but I mean, he's Jack from Davenport. Pirates of the Caribbean. He is Commodore Norrington. Yes. Steve pointed that out to I me, love and him. I didn't realize it until he's he said that. He's now a multimillionaire because of that wow. movie. So and yeah. talented Mr. Ripley. Yes, he was in that. Hmm. So he doesn't have to worry about any wedding date money. <laughs> he's doing <laughs> just fine. <laughs> They end up going to, after that, they go back to her mom's house and they end up staying in the same room and she thought that wasn't going to happen. And all of a sudden he he is just like super comfortable being naked in front of her. Yes. I, well, I feel like that's typical, like male escort. Like they yeah, don't really have a problem let, with nudity. That's typical of male escorts? Do you know? Yeah. Do you know any male escorts? Well, wouldn't you think? Why would they be like shy and reserved? But they're literally there to like pretend they're your boyfriend and or sleep with you. Arm candy. They're not prostitutes. They're escorts, Sarah. Well, he clearly goes another step further. <laughs> and plus, they're dudes. Dudes are like, yeah. I'm going to go take a shower. Okay. <laughs> One of my favorites is when he sees her air supply poster <laughs> and then he starts singing in the shower. I'm all out of love. I'm Everyone so knows their greatest hits. <laughs> <laughs> They're surprisingly deep lyrics. If you think about it, she's like mumbling to herself. Yeah. It's so funny. That did, He did have a line in there though, about being a funeral escort. Do you, which do you think you'd be better at being? 
a wedding escort. I mean, weddings are a hell of a lot more fun. But no, no. I'm not asking what's more fun. The answer is wedding. (laughs) (laughs) Why won't you play with me, Sarah? I am. That's my answer. What about you? Do you think you'd be a better wedding escort or a better funeral escort? I think I'd be a better wedding escort. I think it's hard to know the right thing to say to somebody at a funeral because everybody processes that so differently. Mm -hmm. Some people want to hear something. Some people don't want to hear anything at all. Some people want to be And I don't touched. have a lot of Some experience with that. Be so. touched. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't know. You think You're differently? Go with funeral. I am going to say I want to hear this. I, I do. I think I'd be okay, a better let's funeral hear escort. Yeah. Um, and I'm not, again, I think I'd be an excellent, excellent wedding escort. Well, the reason I think I'd be... Craigslist ad. <laughs> The reason I think I'd be also great at funerals. (laughs) The reason I think I'd be great at funerals, I'm decent at cheering people up. And I do realize that different people want different things, but I think to some extent I can work with that. I've been to probably not a lot of funerals, but enough that, you know, I know what the the kind of ebb and flow of it is. So I think I can pick up on that. I know when to be quiet. I know when to be boisterous. I know to ask a lot of questions and get them telling stories because they get excited. Um, And also, I can cry when I need to. If I gotta turn those waterworks on, mm-hmm. I think I can make it I'm happen. I'm also good at crying on. Yeah. On, so you're on saying you're, fake, you're a good fake crier. I, I can I can do it he if I need to. You can tap his inner sadness quickly. Oh yeah, that that's that's a well that is just bur- <laughs> that is about to break through all times on its own. Well, and the other thing is though, in backing this up, because I do I can I can hint to, go towards my resume. We've talked about on this before. I've had more success at funerals than weddings Mm. as far as meeting people and like you know something happening that leads me also to believe that maybe i'm a little better in that setting see i have personal experience of you that one before a funeral and i to this day (laughs) when i think about garrett's funeral i think about how annoying you were before (laughs) the funeral to the point where it was burned into my brain. That like, one doesn't Justin count. Justin couldn't stop talking. Yeah, but that oh. one doesn't count because it was a friend who had, who had passed you away unexpectedly. Yeah, you weren't intentionally there for right. commiser- you know, sympathy or you were there for your friend. But it's just funny because you talk about how good you would be at a funeral. And I'm like, <laughs> of all the memories I have of that funeral, it's, it's of being annoyed hour. at Justin. <laughs> Like, that's my clear memory is me, Justin was really freaking annoying. But let me let me battle back with that, Sarah. How many memories of me do you have at weddings where you could think the exact same thing? Oh, before? yeah, that's true. Because maybe we're yeah. picking, maybe we're not picking what I'm actually best I have a at. Snapchat. We're picking what I'm least worst at. Mm. Mm. I don't know. <laughs> uh, you, do, you got the gift of gab. We'll say that. Oh, God. All right. What, do you, oh, what else do you guys want to talk about? I really, really want to talk about two things. And maybe one of them is just way too off the deep end and we can cut it out and that's fine. <laughs> the fact that she is reading him pieces of this article from which she found him. Mm-hmm. And it says that he started as a sexual surrogate. And I had to mm-hmm. look that up because what is a sexual surrogate? Do you guys know what a no. sexual Okay. Mm-mm. All right, good. Because I was like, what? And I, uh, let me just... Let me just tell you from Wikipedia what a sexual surrogate okay. is. Yeah, please mm-hmm. enlighten me. This is a person who is trained in addressing issues of intimacy and sexuality. Ooh. So it's a surrogate partner who works in collaboration with a therapist oh to meet the goals of the client. So you you're working in this triad 
And this, this sexual surrogate basically helps you with your sexual issues while you're talking. Is to this them. a real like, thing? And you're getting therapy from a therapist. Yeah, apparently. Seriously? So okay. in some ways yeah. it kind of makes sense because... That's then he becomes. That's why he's so good at. Yeah, that's why he's got this like guru huh. side to him where, and it says typical problems for somebody who gets this kind of therapy: trouble with intimacy, lack of confidence, lack of experience, dating hmm. anxiety. Hmm. I mean, it kind of she's got kind of some of all of those things. So hmm. is that why she says he's a therapist at the wedding? Maybe. Yeah, maybe. Wow. Maybe that's where she gets that. Hmm. I don't know. I didn't re- I didn't know that was a real thing. Okay. I didn't either. Yeah. So they like and the only reason I'm in interested in a therapist. That part I really don't understand. Or are they just yeah, like no, holding Talk, hands? Walk us through the mechanics of how this this works exactly. <laughs> the therapist office okay, has a bed. Okay, it says uh, surrogate partners offer therapeutic exercises oh to help my. the patient. These may include but are not limited to relaxation techniques. Um, sensate focusing, communication, hmm. establishing healthy body image, teaching social skills, sex education, hmm. as well as sensual and some sexual touching. Nice. So I, it's probably really like know. holding hands a lot and getting oddly close to each other, like developing that intimate space. Right. I don't know. I guess. Which is kind of everything he does to her. Yeah. The whole time, right? Mm-hmm. Wow. Okay. So you never stopped being a sexual surrogate. <laughs> yeah, but here's so here's the the reason why I even look this up. Mm-hmm. And the part that the, the reason it gave me pause is because he says that he majored in comparative literature at Brown. I know. And I'm like, what is that? Yeah. Like so all of a sudden we're supposed to believe that he's some Ivy League educated sexual escort. surrogate. Like you escort. went to an Ivy League school there so is when no did your drug reason habit why develop or yes. why are you You here? do not need to be an escort. <laughs> Graduate from Brown, you can do Unless whatever. Unless he has his own problems with intimacy and can only get it like in a professional setting or something where the yeah, rules are defined. Well, he tries to joke with her the about that. He tried to yeah. joke with her and then he was like, oh, I'm just screwing with you. Because my mom like effed with me and like yeah. we used to wash her lingerie in my bath water. I needed and then I'm like, okay, explore. so then what is the real story? So that's when I was like, okay, yeah. sexual surrogate. And I got into that because I was like, that was the part that I mm-hmm. guess was true. Many a truth is said in jest. <laughs> I'm just fucking with you. But are you? <laughs> are you? Wow. Okay. Ouch. That's, um... That's there amazing. Yeah. I mean, mm. they could have added a little bit of his backstory, right. I think. Yeah. Because we, we, so he's apparently, you know, allergic mm-hmm. to anchovies and. No, he hates anchovies. Oh, hates, an, hates anchovies mm-hmm. and went to Brown and majored in comparative literature. Right. Mm-hmm. Like, okay. But, okay, so what's your second. Wait, the na- just real fast, we may need Those to check this two. out at some point. Oh, okay. National Geographic show Taboo, uh, Forbidden Love, has a show on sexual, sexual surrogacy. surrogacy whoa so and also a this this is life with lisa ling also has a, a episode dedicated to sexual healing which includes sexual surrogates so, so they just play sexual healing the entire time <laughs> when i get this feeling <laughs> all right what if that was like the sexual surrogate comes on and just puts that on and just like okay, slowly so starts disrobing oh. <laughs> <laughs> put your head on my chest it's, it's heavy it's hand good holding. for you yeah. Uh, so I think the central real problem in this movie, or perhaps the turn of this movie, 
that makes you just go, whoa, is when they're leaving the hen night, the bachelorette party. Mm. And she, I didn't figure it out. I was like, why is she going to the ATM if they just go home? Like, why is she I taking also, out all this yeah, money I didn't pick up on that. if they're just going home? And then I realized later she had it in her brain. Like, I'm going to hook up with him tonight. Right. I'm going to get a bunch of money so I can pay him for hooking up with him. But she comes home. I don't know, they have a perfectly good bedroom. And yet she leads him down to the boat, her dad's beloved boat, to have sex with him there or seduce him there. And he's like, totally like, okay, sure. I'm going to follow you down in here. And her drunken, weird eye contact and throwing off her clothes somehow engages him <laughs> and it's like now suddenly we've made a turn somewhere we were supposed to feel something in that scene that i don't think we got or at least i didn't get that now he likes her somehow when he was leaving the bachelorette and they kissed Mm-hmm. And he opened his eyes and looked at her. Mm-hmm. That for me was when he was like, oh, I think I like her. Hmm. But why? Yeah, what, what in her? Cause they, <laughs> what in God's name? I agree with you. Well, because they I thought there she, was kind of a leap there, well, too. Well, because they probably had until that time, if you added up the hours yeah, that they had been yeah, around yeah, each yeah. other awake and talking, probably tops what? 12 to 15 yeah. i mean she's high mostly end. peppering yeah. him with incredibly personal questions about his profession and he's <laughs> clearly annoyed with her <laughs> yeah and it's like this is definitely the budding of a relationship let me pepper you with annoying questions then express to you all of my weird anxieties and get hung up on my ex and my body image and then we kiss to make people think we're together and now you're into me even though you're pro- apparently a professional at this, what is like, doesn't make a bit of sense. He did say it was his first wedding. Yeah, which makes me think we need more of his backstory because For why sure. had he been avoiding weddings? And there was just something in your voice that just sounded so... I think it was hope. <laughs> Thank you. Oh my God, that uh... line killed me. Oh Lord. He's like, I could be your huckleberry. <laughs> like what's going on <laughs> i'll do this wedding for her because her voice is full of hope it's, all right that was just absolutely uh, fantastic yeah, yeah, yeah. well and then that leads to so that the bachelorette party when they have sex and he says 1700 pounds for sex mm-hmm. did you guys do at the current exchange rates what that is it's like three thousand dollars at current exchange rates which is uh uh one pound to a dollar thirty. Oh, that's a lot lower did, than it used to be I did, yeah I, I just did this last night two thousand two hundred and six dollars 26 cents mm-hmm. in today's dollars i did not do back then back then yeah. it was closer to three grand it was like when i went in 2006 <laughs> it was a dollar 92 to pound Whoa. Really? Yeah. Wow. So that's a lot of money. And then what was the three hundred dollar three hundred pounds extra? He's like, Well, that's three hundred pounds extra. And she's like, I didn't ask her that or I didn't want you to do that to me. And he's like, No, for you to do it to me. I'm like, What are we talking about here? <laughs> that was a question mark, but I just yeah. assumed. Is it like fingers it was up the like... butt? <laughs> <laughs> like, what a, like cause she doesn't have a wiener, so she can't like I but everyone has I fingers. Was, 
as usual, I was eating. A, I was eating, and I assumed <laughs> that I missed something on nope. screen. And I you just sure also, didn't. I no, I same thing you did, Laura. I just kind of steamrolled over and was like, "All right, I, I guess this is just going to yeah. be a thing I don't need to understand." Yeah, I guess I just assumed it was like oral sex that she per- decided because yeah, she was see, all like we both, oh. both kind of went with oral sex in our minds you went with fingers in the butt I feel like right away <laughs> I feel like that's all part of the package like that's all like part of it but like what would you want 300 extra dollars for someone package. doing it to you what's the equivalent of the rust undercoating when you're buying a car is what you're saying like what's the premium package or what do you need to pay someone extra for you doing to them? You doing to them. You know? Yeah, I can't. You know? I guess. Especially a girl doing to a guy. I mean, I, yeah, I guess your butt but finger But it was something jump that, that they could both do to each other because he said. Right. Yeah. Because right. it's, you know, you can. I mean, and also, did they or didn't they? I'm like. They I totally really, did. You think so? Yes. Oh, uh, wait. <laughs> What? I got it. What? What about foot stuff? <laughs> Both people have feet. It's kind of a weird thing that would be in the premium That's package. That's true. Yeah. But he said... What if it was golden showers? <laughs> I guess both people also have... Should they really tore up He said up if I did that boat? to you, it'd be the highlight of your life or something like that. <laughs> okay, so we're all golden showers then. That's what we're going with? It's making more sense to be oral then, I guess. <laughs> I guess we're just, we're never going to know on this. Yeah. I just thought, I don't know what, I don't know what paying for sex costs, yeah. but I feel like three grand, I I feel That's like that might be pretty high. That's a lot, but that... he's in a foreign country. You know, he... I he's the creme de la creme yeah that's nine that's Escorts. nine grand on presumably what like how long is this wedding like four or five days yeah in a flight so that's like nine grand mm-hmm. for like five days of work yeah <laughs> that sounds right to me does it yeah <laughs> okay <laughs> sounds like a lucrative career then, how I much guess. did julia roberts get paid oh gosh <laughs> i don't know she wasn't she didn't go to brown oh yeah she wasn't ivy league educated yeah Oh, we haven't even talked about, though, because the hen party got brought up. We have mm-hmm. not even talked about her best friend in this. Her sassy best friend. Mm-hmm. Her sassy so side good. friend. So oh, good. my God. Where they, they so Everything from when they're at the tiny baseball game. not like, Cricket? Yeah. No, it's not cricket. It's something else. No, that was cricket. No, it's like called round ball oh. or something like that. I'm almost sure. it was cricket. No, cricket has a flat bat. That was a flat bat. No, it wasn't. It was a tiny oh. round. Huh. Well, there you go. I'm going to, I need to look this up, but I'm. That no. was hilarious when she poured water down herself. Oh, I just. <laughs> and Dermot Moroni's like, come on, go up to bat. And she's like dicking around with that water bottle. <laughs> it was so funny. <laughs> it was so hard to watch. I know. Oh, it was hard to watch because I knew the, the reason why he, that he was not interested in her anymore at oh, all. Like at all. Yeah. But. If I hadn't known that, I think it would have been a little bit easier to watch. But it was mm-hmm. so hard to watch because, uh, oh, so embarrassing. <laughs> so embarrassing for her. Yeah. The game is called Rounders. Is oh. It's a bat and ball game between two teams. Uh, eh, this write-up is really boring. Don't worry about it. But it's called Rounders. Huh, so, right. But no, her best friend, that's the point where they're playing this game of Rounders where her friend says like, oh, you're shagging that? Mm-hmm. You need to send God a bottle of wine or a quiche. <laughs> Accents are all over the place. I'm good at them. Oh, that was uh, good. Was it? Thank you. Yeah, uh, I like and it. then when they're at when they're doing the hen party, they're at the bar. Yeah, 
yeah, yeah, I yeah. love when she's just letting letting him light her cigarette over and over. Oh, she's dropping yeah. it, opening up a new cigarette, letting him light it. <laughs> Thinking like she's so sexy the yeah. whole time. I love that. And then at the hen party, like you said, when she's walking away doing Laura's move. She's... <laughs> oh, yeah. After they've been in a limo, looking like they're going to fall out of that thing. But there were some great London highlights there. Uh. Like what, Sarah? <laughs> Piccadilly Circus. The London Bridge. The Tower Bridge. The Tate Modern. The London Eye. Anyway. Okay. London Skyline. London Sights. Yes, because I'm an Anglophile. <laughs> so they end up, they have sex. They do this hen party. They mm-hmm. have sex. The next morning she finds yeah. the money. She gets really, really no. Mo- or he, he, finds he finds the money, the money. in he her wallet. It's like under but the you, bed. You also did not realize when at first when she was taking the money out, it was for sex, right? No, I didn't I, know why. I was like, I why is she were, taking all this money? Yeah, out? I thought going they were going to continue yeah. on with the night because in in the commentary, Deborah Messing said, mm-hmm. uh, "I was worried that people wouldn't understand. That's why I was taking money out." And mm-hmm. I just went, "Yeah, okay, good." Like I, <laughs> I vindicated a little but bit, but I figured here. it out later. Well, I mean, I pieced it together when he got angry. Well, I figured out when she had all that money in her wallet, you know. Like... No, it took me all the way. Oh. It took me all the way. <laughs> so he gets mad because they, they slept together, but he thought it was He cause... thought it was something more. Yeah, emotional, even though we're kind of confused on why. Yeah. And yeah. then uh, he, he storms out. Yeah. That's right. Yeah, yeah, okay. Mm-hmm. Help, me, help me out here. I'm getting I can't a remember. Lost he storms out. She's like, well, it's fine because we didn't do anything, right? And he's like, yeah, we didn't do anything, even though clearly they did. And they're both like lying about it because she's claiming she doesn't remember, but she does. So you don't believe her? No, I don't believe her. I think she was just going to see what he said and see if he was going to charge her or not. Because she finds sex for money morally repugnant. Right. (laughs) Clearly that goes out the window. And then they go to the actual wedding site, which is out of town. They go to the dance lesson and then they kind of make up. And that's the weirdest freaking thing because they're mad at each other. Excuse me. They're mad at each other at the beginning of the dance lesson. And then they have this weird thing again where they just like twirl around a bunch and then they're like laughing it's and like they, they were dance fighting she did yeah. say that deborah messing said in the commentary that there was supposed to be a scene before the dance number that was left out because it was just filmed poorly where her and her ex-boyfriend go to the jewelers to get the ring or whatever and dermot mulrooney sees them kiss he gives her like i forget if it was a peck on the cheek or whatever and mm. she's like no like i'm cool on that um and then going into the dance scene, that was supposed to even be enraging him more, making him oh. angrier at her. But then that scene got left out for. It doesn't make no. even with yeah, that scene. Like that. It doesn't make any sense how quickly it's like these things happen so quickly. Like I am this way, I am this way, I am a professional, you know, escort. But I suddenly love you for no <laughs> apparent reason. And then they're dancing. And it's like we're pissed at each other. Let's spin around a few times. Ha 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 ha! Oh, this is great. <laughs> like, what the fuck just happened? Is everyone on drugs? Like, <laughs> what happened? Well, and if someone listening to this has not seen this movie, Sarah is not exaggerating. Not, uh, yeah, exaggerating at all. They, yeah. He literally she stomps on his foot at one point. Yeah, yes. he, like pseudo maybe trips or something, like and then all of a sudden they're just scene. spinning and laughing. Yeah, that really and is... they pepper in some slow mo, which I hate. Yeah. Oh, I love that. I you love do? Sl- oh, they oh, I love a good slow mo. Mm, yeah, it's absolutely. So cheesy. And then he di- and then he like dips her at the end as the yeah. exclamation point. Okay, 
It's I like they're playing some cute. sort of yeah. a game that well, we're supposed yeah, to get, but nobody ever gets it. Like they, he's always like dipping her, and we're like, "Is that a thing you guys do?" <laughs> now, <laughs> like, <laughs> ta-da! This is our and thing. You're like, what's the ta-da? I don't. Okay. But I will agree with Laura on this. It it makes no sense as a scene. Yeah. I had a smile on my face watching this scene. It's a fun scene, yeah. even though it makes no sense. Yeah. If you can turn your brain off for a second, which I can do, I know you can't so much, but mm. it is it is in, it is a fun to watch scene. I wonder if I should have it been still drinking makes no while sense. watching this. I guess what I took from it is that they they make a good couple together. They dance well together, and meanwhile, you see Ed and Amy, Amy. Adams, who character. whose character is Amy. Her name is Amy. Oh, you're right. Yeah. And they're really awkward and they're sort of like, you know, <laughs> yeah. And they're looking at them like, whoa, they're dancing like awesome. And it's to enforce we their suck. natural yeah, chemistry. Yeah, I, I guess Even that's what I'm thinking. Even though their freaking chemistry. Can we get into this? They yeah. have no chemistry. <laughs> I would actually agree with that entirely. They have no yeah. chemistry. Someone wrote on uh, Google Reviews, all the romantic comedy gloss in the world can't save a script as stale as last week's wedding cake. And... I'm trying to find the other one. <laughs> what is it about gushy movies about prostitutes? Are all guys attracted to street-wearing pretty women? Do women go goo-goo over GQ gigolos? <laughs> of course, that's not the line I was looking for, but those are pretty good. Someone, <laughs> someone wrote, um, they have as much chemistry as oil and water. <laughs> I was like, yes. And, and I do, I, I find Deborah Messing, she's funny and Will mm-hmm. and Grace, like she's a good actress. But I felt like he was carrying her through this. Like all the really? ch- all the charm to me See, came from him. And I movie. was gonna ask, do you think he? Because we debated this in my best friend's wedding. Why is everyone so in love with this dude? Like he's good looking, but like his character in in my best friend's wedding was like a poor, self righteous sports writer. Mm-hmm. And it's like, why is everyone falling all over him? And. I do, I guess I, I'm trying to remember. I guess I thought that he and Julia Roberts had chemistry. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think in that one we determined. Did they? Did. Okay. Yeah. So it's not him. Because I was wondering, is it him? Is he just dead? Because he was in New Girl and um, Zoe Deschanel's mm-hmm. Jess. He and Jess, I feel like, had no chemistry either. No, you know what? Maybe it kind of is him because he's in Shameless too. And Fiona yeah. like falls all over him. Mm-hmm. But he just feels so uh, like... Uh, like coke that's lost its fizz yeah like it's still it's still sweet and kind of enjoyable but you can't yeah, yeah but it, there's, it's still just not it doesn't have that pop to it yeah i agree but, i think I, it's kind of him i don't want to admit yeah. that it's him because i like fan. him but yeah, yeah. I, I still i mean it's and saying, i love wedding sing or wedding oh my gosh my best friend's wedding yeah i love that movie but he's like right here all the time yeah like just, but julia roberts is so good in that maybe she can overcome their Whatever. But again, to me, he had more charm in this movie than Deborah Messing did. She wasn't who yeah. I was enjoying it. It was him. But at the same but... time, she was supposed to be this stilted, um, repressed perfectionist. I think she played that character you know? really well. It's like she stuck to her character. And I feel like he was just wooden. I don't know. It's tough. Because the writing did not help them. When they're lying on the bed and she's like, I don't even know you. Tell me about yourself. Oh, my God. I laugh. Without yeah, I... skipping a beat, he's like, I hate anchovies. I'm allergic to cats or something. 
and I'd rather spend all our time fighting with you than making love with anyone else. Is that no, romantic? He, what? And he says, I think I would miss you even if we never met. Yes, yes. that's and that one. The yeah. first time I saw the movie, I remember thinking, what? Is that like a <laughs> like, non where did that come from? what? Yeah. Yeah, it's like, wait, we never said we liked each other. There's just Are been you- this innuendo. And all of a sudden, I hate anchovies, I'm allergic to cats, and I think we would miss you even if it, it's like... What? <laughs> Say what now? Well, yeah, but are any of those? Are any of those? They're not romantic. Those aren't romantic statements. Like the the <laughs> I'd rather fight with you than than, than make, make love, love to anyone, anyone else. else. I don't think that's romantic. Nor mm. do I. think I don't the... really want to fight with you at all. <laughs> I mean, like, can we just skip that part? I don't. Know. Do you like fighting a lot? Is this a problem that you're having? <laughs> are you having an intimacy issue? <laughs> Um, no, wait, I, I, I actually do have a question or not a question, but when you say, why does she like him? Is this movie actually just the tale of a horribly emotionally vulnerable woman and a guy yeah. that is just emotionally scarred and grabbing onto anything he can? Maybe. Yeah. Like, yeah. Maybe. Is, is nothing, is this, is it this ain't not good. really romantic? Is this guy, this might, when you really start breaking it down, it gets kind of a little well, because dark, there really fast. isn't romance. Yeah. It's him like. Telling her sexy things about herself and her being like, whoa, (laughs) and then like fake kissing for other people and then having this weird random drunken sex scene and then some twirling around dancing. And then it's like, I think I'd miss you even if we never met. It's like, what the fuck? Why? (laughs) What does that mean? What would you miss about me? Do you know anything about me? Just five things about I would miss me. your incredible things. emotional dependence. Like, what? <laughs> <laughs> doesn't make any sense. So we'll just summarize the rest of the plot very quickly and then just so it's over with and we can bang out whatever other points mm-hmm. you want to bring up. He ends up walking in on the bride and her ex-boyfriend having mm-hmm. a moment. It becomes clear that they had some sort of relationship at some point. Yeah. He later, she finds out about it. She finds out that he knew she gets mad at him. She gets mm-hmm. mad at everybody because everybody but her knew that they'd had a tryst. She runs off. The wedding almost breaks off. Mm-hmm. But the real thing of it is, yeah, her ex-boyfriend is an idiot who then hooked up with her sister and that like sucks. rabbits, I believe, was his. <laughs> yeah. And they hooked up. But he did the right thing. He broke up with her. That's the right thing to do. You break up. You, you cheat on somebody, even if it's with their sister, and you break up with them. Her sister is really, I think, the really awful one in this situation because... Yeah, we haven't talked about how terrible she yeah, is. Yeah. Not only does mm-hmm. she... Do they continue to then have a relationship? She never tells her about it. So Deborah Messing's character is just lost for two years, not knowing why the hell he broke up with her. Her her sister knows because she's the freaking reason why. And then she starts dating another guy at the same time. And apparently during the beginning of their relationship is still hooking up with Steven or whatever the hell is Jeffrey. Jeffrey. And what a bitch. Like, yes. <laughs> come on. <laughs> like, I, it, 
Can you imagine if one of your sisters did that? It took me a long time to even get back on the Amy Adams bandwagon after this movie. And I'm not kidding. I completely forgot she was in it. I hated her as an actress. Like both (laughs) of this movie. Yes. She is so completely awful in this movie. You guys talking about the hair, it just reminded me in the commentary, (laughs) she points out how she's dressed at the wedding was so unflattering. And it was on purpose because they imagined that the sister would pick things like hair and mm-hmm. dress and makeup mm-hmm. to make her look worse, to yeah. make her look better. That was an actual a purposeful choice in this movie. Oh, yeah. So even, yes. And even there's also no that. explanation of why she and her sister have this relationship. The half only sister, thing, right? Half sister. The only thing that explains it is that they say half sister, which is like, that's a shitty thing to maybe include. Because and they give that sisters, weird Tommy P pants. Yeah, that was. I was gonna say Tommy P pants is the only other thing. Yeah. When they're like, all of a sudden, Amy decided she had to have him, and then she was kissing him, and they've been fighting ever since. And it's like, well, that still doesn't explain anything other than that she's a horrible bitch who never grew up. Yeah, like your five-year-old self shouldn't be the same as your twenty-five-year-old self. And I... they alluded a lot to. Deborah Messing's character being super popular, mm. being, you know, voted most likely this and that. Yeah. So I guess there's an element of jealousy right. that Amy Adams' character has experienced her entire life living mm-hmm. in her shadow. But as but, someone with half-sisters, I also think it's shitty to be like, well, they're half-sisters. And it's like, well, that's your parents' fault. Like, yeah. <laughs> especially if you grew up together. Mm. Like letting those two fight and letting Amy's Amy Adams be such a bitch is not cool and like mm-hmm. well they're half sisters it's like well they're real people <laughs> <laughs> they're whole people you know like i mean if one of my sisters would have done that it's like game over like there's no i'll hold this off until the wedding it's like no i'm blowing up your world <laughs> no you're going down yeah this isn't i love that she does eventually tell her off though yeah because you get that scene in the very beginning where she comps someone's flight and they talk about how nice she is and Mm -hmm. then finally that's her moment of saying like i'm not doing this anymore but Mm -hmm. it was a good tell-off speech but uh yeah why would you say all the right things it's the same yeah it's the same as Catherine Heigl in 27 Dresses and her uh-huh. relationship mm. with Malin Ackerman as her sister. And she's incredibly accommodating and always like sub- subjugating herself for other people. And it stems from her relationship with her sister as well. And it's like these type A women who need to be in control but can't figure their own lives out kind of shit. I'm like, are there that many girls running around the world? doing this i don't know maybe but that's some shitty relationships you've got with your own siblings yeah and then there's like the guy piece of like our best friend yeah you know and ed finds out and goes after jeffrey and you know the first thing he asks is does cat know which is really sweet Mm -hmm. and then you know runs out runs out after jeffrey i don't i mean 
we can all agree that the the groom was too good for her, right? Oh, for sure, one hundred percent. He okay. is good. by far the most redeeming character in this entire movie. He and the dad. And the dad. Yeah. yeah. All right. They're the only two damn decent people. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. And the least damaged. And so, but this is where this is where we get um, Dermot Mulroney giving him the pump up speech in the mm-hmm. car. Yeah. And what did he? What was the clever thing they they keep saying in the movie a couple times? Like, oh well, they they've never had makeup sex. They'll never have makeup sex. Then at one point he's, he's like, I would never know. We've never fought. And then he gives him that big long speech, and isn't like the ending of it. Mm-hmm. He says something, and plus you'll get to have makeup sex. And yeah. you see him like walking into the wedding. It's like <laughs> I see what you're going for here, but uh, yeah, I, I get all right. I and guess. they have the grand. Well, they have the chase scene again, which is like my best friend's wedding, running around the the town square mm. or whatever. Chasing that was funny. I mm-hmm. like that. that chasing I after each other. Yeah, because yeah. he was going to beat Jeffrey's ass, and I don't blame him. Yeah. And then Dermot Mulroney picks him up in that little MG. Was it a little MG? No, that was an Austin Healey. Oh, Joe nice. used to have one of those. Oh. At least I think that was a 3000. Okay. I'm almost positive. Okay. And um, gives him that speech, drops him back off at the church, and then finds her. And she had that weird speech from her dad that was like, where's your date? And she's like, oh... I let him go. He's like, if you care about him, you should go get him. It's like, all right, this could not be more stereotypical. Mm-hmm. She's like, you're right. And she goes back to the house or whatever, and he's gone. Ugh. I liked the little nugget in there about every woman has the exact dating life that she wants. And yeah. I actually... Hmm. I, I don't yeah, love that as you, much. What do you think about that? I know. Yeah. I don't love that as much as I like the idea of everyone having the life that they want because i yeah. think i think it says more about like you it, people getting comfortable with being in pain and then yeah. you know ki- continuing that and i think that's what she's done to herself mm-hmm. so in that sense i think it's true i don't know about i don't know specifically about dating life but mm-hmm. i think yeah. i think it is about setting expectations for yourself and yeah you know trying to meet those expectations but i do think in life i think people get comfortable even in painful situations and they carry that on and then you know and and suddenly two years later she's still Mm -hmm. hung up on this guy they choose to not get over shit or whatever you know yeah or choose to not deal with stuff but you know i also the devil's advocate in me is like what about rape victims? <laughs> like, mm. That's not the dating life I chose, you know? No. It's, mm, sometimes it doesn't quite work. But yeah. I, see the, I see the point. And what do you think? Does it, um, does it follow every man has the dating life he chooses? Or is it more of a woman-driven thing? Man, I have the dating life I don't think I, this may sound ridiculous, I don't think I understand the statement he's making. Like just what you have is what you, you've chosen. Yeah. What you like, she's single. I mean, yeah, nothing is forced like, upon you, but mm-hmm. but she I wishes think it were different. But, but she doesn't do anything some, to change. Yeah, it. yeah. But I mean, I think sometimes there's situational things that you can get not just complacent, like you're saying, but there's sometimes you can get trapped in situations. Mm-hmm. Like, what about um, 
again, just pulling strands out of wherever. What about, mm-hmm. a, you know, someone that starts dating, say, a, a girl with a child or something? Mm-hmm. Then maybe he down the line feels obligated more to the child and doesn't break it off because of that. You know, maybe that's mm-hmm. not exactly the dating life that they wanted. It, I can't think of a better example than just that's what first came to mind. But if there's like an extemporaneous circumstance right. that comes up or maybe you get close to like a girl's family and a family member get like father gets ill or something like that. And you may feel more beholden mm-hmm. because of that. I mean, in reality, yeah, situations change. Yeah, no, I don't, true. I don't think I agree with that statement. In fact, just because, you know, well, I mean, ultimately, yeah, you're choosing to be there, but it's not necessarily the love life. You, well, I guess the love life you want, and the love life you choose are two different statements. I think your choices are dependent on the person that you want to be, who yeah. you want to be. Mm-hmm. So if you are a person who thinks that you should stay in a relationship because of X, yeah. then you will. Mm-hmm. I I guess maybe I just don't like the statement. It's kind of, so solips- I don't it's kind of solipsistic. It's like, hey, Sarah, what's that word you used? <laughs> Let me look it up just to be specific. <laughs> Solipsism is the theory holding that the self can know nothing but its own modifications and the self is the only existent thing. So, you know, like saying that every act is a selfish act is a solipsistic statement. It's like, well, I bought you this coffee because I knew it would make you like me more. So it's ultimately a selfish thing that I did. Oh, so that's there's an episode of Friends that deals with that. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, where uh, Phoebe, uh, uh, Phoebe tells Joey that there's no such thing as like a selfless act. Mm-hmm. That in, yeah, you're, you're yeah. smiling like you know what I'm talking about. Yeah. Yes. What does he end up, doesn't he end up proving her wrong though with something? Like he does something that genuinely makes him sad, but everyone else better? I thought hmm. there was, but yeah, yes, there's a whole. Yes, he, I don't remember, I, I, I'm remembering the same thing. Yeah. He, he technically thinks, or they all think that he's proven her wrong. Yeah. And but I don't remember what it was yeah, that he but, did. Yeah. So yeah, there's an episode of Friends that deals with that. So yeah. yeah so it's like. But I disagree. You're. <laughs> I, I do think everything is a selfish act. Oh. Do you? I do. You're a believer in and I don't. And I think selfish. I think selfish has gotten a bad rap. I mean, like. I don't Self care, am I right? You know why I, I don't. Believe in. You know why I don't like that statement. I think, and this is probably this is tough to say, but realistic. Like, I don't like taking full blame for the things in my life I don't <laughs> like. Well, you know, and yeah. I say that in all seriousness. Like, I know, and nobody does. Well, no, but there's a lot of things in my life specifically I can look at and be like, oh, shit, man, you really messed up and you're paying the... And, I'm, and internally, I know that. But to say it out loud, there's a weight there that just will crush you to be like, holy shit, hmm. I'm here because I made some bad choices. Like, yeah, there may have been two or three other things that came out of those choices that I didn't anticipate. Mm-hmm. So maybe I do agree with this that statement, but I don't want to. I mean, yeah. it's uncomfortable. I, I, yeah, maybe that's the maybe that's the more accurate and adult thing to say that that yeah, it's probably true, but I don't want it to be. <laughs> well, I think it's. I'm more comfortable saying shit happens in life, but the only thing you can control is your response to it. Like I, I didn't choose fair. whatever you know. I didn't choose yeah. for this car accident to happen. I didn't choose for an earthquake, or you know, even a more personal thing. But my reaction to it, I can control. Mm-hmm. And and she's controlling being hung up on him for two years. Yeah. Not moving past it and not getting any sort of psychological help. Clo- closure on those things can be tough, man. Yeah. You know? Um, I have a friend. Happily ever after? 
<laughs> two I, damaged people. It, I have a friend that I really, really, really want to get her to Skype in or write an email of her full story of how she got married. But to make a long story short, she dated a guy in Australia. They broke up. It was weird circumstances. And she basically like went to him, came back to the U.S., all this and that, went back and was just like, the fuck was that man long story short they're now married like she went mm-hmm. there looking for closure and just like what the fuck was that mm-hmm. and now they're married and happy and she lives in australia there's more to the wow. story that's like it sound it's a full rom-com is there their <laughs> cool. story so i hope i can get that um you should make that into a rom-com I, yeah it, it genuinely is one okay so let, let's just wrap up the, the plot thing so then they end up going they get married Fala la 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 la. Her sister. Her and sister Ed gets yeah. get married. Fala la la la. And then the ending. She does tell Ed what she did. Yeah. Yeah. And and uh, the ending of the movie, I really liked how they wrapped everything up, how they had the little uh, script at the end over what everybody did. Mm. And then it ended up what the, the sassy best friend ended up hooking up with the guy, Woody. Yes, uh, not the, yet, but it's getting there. They ended up, uh, they had their makeup sex and all that. So, like, I like that kind of that wrap up but i wanted more of it i wish there were more loose ends for that like funny loose ends to tie up and for all the kind of like things this you movie love did irreverent like yes silliness. <laughs> yes yes i do that's one thing i we've been through this i enjoy you do not yeah um, but i wish there were for all the things that this movie doesn't address why couldn't they throw in a couple more like you know funny loose ends to just tie up there at the end of the wedding even like a small mm-hmm. off comment by like a server about something that could have been brought back i, I like those little callbacks mm-hmm. but again that's why you like fish and yes i do they come back <laughs> yeah they come back at the set with something mm-hmm. from the beginning so again I, like imdb has this listed as 90 minutes false that is a lie like i said set one hour 19 minutes flat absolute flat so, Sarah, do you want to do you want to get into as a romantic comedy? I think my opinion <laughs> on, during this discussion has changed on what I would. Really? Yeah, absolutely. Hmm. Um, well, I think it honestly, I think has more comedy than romance, which is weird because it's not that funny. <laughs> <laughs> it's not intended to be like there are no comedic actors in it. You know, it's not intended to be a comedy. It's it's primarily seems to be focused on the romantic aspects, but they do them so shittily (laughs) with such little background that when they say seemingly romantic things, it has no effect except confusion. Unless you're like high as a kite or so needy for romance that you're like anything. (laughs) Yes. And, you know, the biggest thing they have going for them is that Dermot Moroni is hot. But, I mean, I just don't feel like there's a lot of romance there and there's not a lot of development. So I'm closer to like a 6.5. So if you go through, so for me, like I said, I I started with this movie higher because if you look at it from a surface level thing... In Cruise it's got through, a lot of the qualities. It, it, no, it appears to have a lot of the qualities. But yeah. then, like you said, once you start breaking it down, you're like, is there romance in this? Yeah. Wait, why do they like each other? Wait, it's like they have cracking no open an egg and finding it empty. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it, it, or not even cracking open an egg, thinking you're cracking open an egg and realizing you're opening a marble or something. It's just like <laughs> it's not even the thing. Um, I mean, you know, you it does have a sassy best friend. Okay, it has that. Um, super sassy. Yeah, super yeah. sassy. Ex- Love her. It's got yeah. some excels in the sassy best some friend. Some slow mo. Yeah, it's it, the the city doesn't really play into it, but 
Oh, I think it does. England. Uh, I think being said in England makes it fairly unique. Like I remembered that as something about that. Yeah, but it doesn't. Like, oh, it, it's said in England. But it's not like sometimes we say the city is another character. You know, like how sometimes New York becomes a okay. It it, it it it's there. It's not as big as in some other movies. Yeah. Um. You know, no cameos. It's a unique no... location without being unnecessarily contributory. I don't know. <laughs> so it, either way, it seems to have all these things on the surface, but then at the end of the day, they have no chemistry. There's no actual romance. Like I said, it's kind of creepy. It, <laughs> I, I started it like really a seven because it felt like a by the books rom com, but when you yeah. dive into it, it, it's not a rom com. Like I, I'm saying five because mm. you could you could look at it and go, it is a rom com. And like I've said, for me. Five is like mm-hmm. once you get past five, it is a rom com. It its five intentions or are rom com. Yeah, but it just but it's, doesn't it's, do it. Uh, yeah, in its delivery, it yeah. doesn't so make, I, meet the mark. Yeah. yeah. So if someone said, "Is this a rom com?" I would say not, not really, not really, not a great one. Well, no, not even not really a great because this when we do these scores, it's not meant to be. Is it good or bad? Right. It is strictly is it a is it meeting? Is it checking the box? Yes. Elements. And I'm gonna say five because it kind of does some of them but not enough that if someone asked me is the wedding date a romantic comedy i would say it is not if this was a paper it would be a failing grade and i would write needs work on the top (laughs) (laughs) i think what's telling for me about how this movie really didn't meet the mark Mm -hmm. is that in the end when they do finally get together and they have like that kiss right Mm -hmm. before they go into the wedding Mm. I don't feel anything about that. Yeah. I'm like, like, oh, great. They got together. Cool. Yeah, that's nice. But like when you see Casper. (laughs) Yes. And Kat. (laughs) Yes. But you know, when you see a really, a a romantic comedy Mm -hmm. that really brings you along on the romance. There's a pay. It feels like there's a pay. When Tom's that kiss at the end is a payoff. Walking through Central Park with his dog and sees Meg Ryan. Like, yeah. Yes. No. Exactly. Yeah. I agree. Yeah. I get exactly what you're saying. Yeah. Mm-hmm. There's no build up. There's. No, it's just like, oh, that's a thing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You're like, all right. Yeah, and maybe they did this it. got way too bogged down in plot too. Because if you think about the plot too, you've got male. It's very character driven. You know, and it's like these are the characters. It sticks with these two characters. There are side characters, but this is their story. Whereas my wedding date, it's like we're flying here and we're doing this and he's this and I'm that and we do these things. It's like, wait, what's going on? It's like a lot going on mm. and not much development. Mm-hmm. So what would you give it if you had to give it a number? I guess I'd be a little more generous than you, Justin, mm-hmm. and probably give it a six or a seven. But okay. I do agree after we've talked through this. <laughs> that, <laughs> I, I agree with you that if I if we came into this conversation, I would have given it a much higher yeah. score it feel, than I do it now. It feels mm-hmm. like it, it should. It, it seems like it'll pass the smell test and it doesn't. Yeah. So then here's a, here's a question for you. So Sarah, it almost seems like you're saying if you could simplify the plot, you could concentrate more on romantic comedy elements and actually have a yeah. reason for them together mm-hmm. what is you the develop well, what does the cheating plot really bring to the movie like if you remove that and just made it a straightforward she's seeing an ex at a wedding her sisters that easily gives you another 20 minutes in this movie like mm. would that make it work for you better do you think if they had yeah. an additional i whatever? honestly do because i think that's such a devastating piece of information and they gloss really, over it yeah you cannot yeah. make that light there are some things you can make light 
But that's not one of them yeah. in a rom-com. That's some serious shit. Mm-hmm. And just to be like, eh, And still marry that girl the same day? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, what? When you find out that your fiance, who you've never had a fight with, is cheating or had been cheating on you with your best friend, who happens to be your future wife's sister, his boyfriend, is like... Jesus, not only right. is this horrible, but it's like incestual. Yeah. And I'd be like, fuck all of you. Mm-hmm. I'm out. <laughs> like, I'm a guy. I don't have a biological clock. I'm out. I do think go for be him, in Pirates of the Caribbean. <laughs> it probably hurts a little less because he does make the comment, I knew you were seeing somebody when we first got together, yeah. but not Jeffrey. Yeah. But still, for him to oh. just be TO'd at Jeffrey and then to come back and marry her. Right. I mean, what does that say about her character right. that she has decided to hook up with her sister, her half mm-hmm. yeah. whatever, her fiance, who she's, they said, what, seven years? I mean, that is yeah. a really they long were, time yeah. to be with somebody and then, like, drop them. What? Yeah. Like a hotcake. Yeah. yeah. So then it's like we said, 79 minutes flat. Let's assume that those 11 minutes are on the cutting floor. Mm-hmm. What would those eleven minutes be in your? It's, it, I, let's we're keeping the cheating subplot. Mm-hmm. What what would we like to see? Let's play a game where we come up with what we think those eleven minutes could be to make this movie better. Do you have one? Not off the top of my head right now. I have one idea. Okay, okay. yeah, and that is to start the movie with a flashback to when they're little girls. Oh, oh. and explain. Who the hell Tommy Pee Pants is, and how that <laughs> dictated the rest of their relationship, uh-huh. if that makes sense. That's a great idea. That'll give you some information as to why they're in New York and not London, what they're both like as kids, mm-hmm. what their relationship was like, and then give you a little bit more understanding of why she's run away from her family, you know, and hasn't seen him for two years. That would you want more backstory through that? Yeah, yeah. yeah that's a that would be a and great that, way to start. And that would really only take what? Two, three minutes tops in a flashback, right? Yeah. Something like that. Maybe five. So, okay, so five Whatever. minutes. So five minutes. So we've got we've got five of our eleven down. So we've got six minutes to play <laughs> with. So the idea that I had, mine mine I want to add to the comedic aspect of this film oh, okay. in a very fast and dirty way. And I and, and, and I do mean dirty. Quick and dirty. I want to add mm. a cousin character. I want him to be like 19, 20 years old. I want him to be, it doesn't even need to be a cousin. It could be like if she brought an assistant. I want like a 19, 20 year old wide-eyed kid to come in. And I want him to in maybe about five or six little 20 second hits, you know, mm-hmm. hit on her sassy best friend throughout the wedding. They needed to develop her more. But to have her be entirely disinterested in this character and Mm -hmm. then at the end of the movie at the wedding she finally just breaks down and is like "All right, fine let's do this. That's what I want for the comedic (laughs) timing and I don't know what that necessarily looks like but again let's say let's say five or six little you know it would only be about 15 second little bits of him trying to give her a drink or nudging her making a Mm -hmm. comment her just like walking away and rolling her eyes. I Mm -hmm. think that would be funny. I think it would add you know little bits of uh, th- this movie missed those little kind of quick beats of comedy to keep yeah. you interested when it went down. I think yeah. that would do it in a lot of those scenes. Mm-hmm. So again, what did I say? Five, five or six of those, about 15 seconds. So let's call it another minute and a half off the, uh, let's call it a minute. We had a six minutes, so we're down a minute and a half. So we're down to four. We got four and a half minutes to play with here, mm-hmm. people. 
What can we do with Foreign? Do you have any ideas? We can recast Dermot Mulroney. <laughs> I think you have to show them spending more time together, alone time. Like, do they ever spend alone time together before he's like, I think I'd miss you before we ever met? Yeah. Yeah. You know? You're like, what? I mean, you, you can have a montage. Scene. Yeah. <laughs> I would be okay with a full four and a half minutes just yeah. being there. Or just... even like developing that sex scene a little bit more instead of yeah. it being in complete silence. They never say a word to each other. No, I kind of like yeah. the silence. I would actually she take out any him down noise. Into I, would the want boat. It, I want it to ideally be a pin drops in the theater and you can oh, hear it sake. echo. <laughs> <laughs> it's the kind but of like, sex scene I want to watch, Sarah. <laughs> <laughs> something to like explain what has changed mm-hmm. you know or bring us along yeah fill us in man yeah we're here so then we're just saying that the additional four and a half minutes somehow spending on them developing mm-hmm. their and and whether that be like driving around to a place mm-hmm. or just them together but the two of them because you're right yeah there's no there's very or few some points sort of backstory about why he said yes to her other than the hope in your voice yeah. maybe finding out that he actually did a little bit of homework on her as well and was like uh, maybe i'm willing to take a chance on this wedding stuff because you seem like there's something there or you know something i'd take to... that all out if it was me i would take that all out I mean, just because I don't think, I think it's easier to just take that line out if I've only, I've never done a wedding. And you know, like, Hmm. I think it's easier to look at this if he just took it as another job. I think the one, the minute you introduce it being this other thing, then you have to commit more time to explaining a point that really isn't going to add. Because like, what what would he really find out if he researched her? Like, she seemed like a fastidious woman. and We could add something. Okay, okay. Or whatever. But why... Does he go across the ocean? Like, there's a lot of commitment on his part. Not only have I never done a wedding before, but I'm crossing into a different country. When he was so quick to go back when things went awry, I'd be like, damn, fuck it, I'm taking this. I'm going to take another week there because I'm getting a free plane <laughs> ride and I'm going to travel around. Like, that that was the play as well. Like, mm-hmm. make it seem more self-interested. Um, okay. <laughs> Does yeah. anyone else have anything else worth talking about with this One movie? more thing. Yes. The soundtrack was great. Ah, the soundtrack so was good. great. Oh, I loved it. I loved it. <laughs> Do you know what the last three songs in this movie were? Michael Bublé songs? All yeah, Michael Bublé. Yes. They were heavy on the Bublé. <laughs> they the, were. The last three songs in a row were boom, Bublé, 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 boom, boom, boom. <laughs> You could write, mm-hmm. I wholly believe after seeing that, you could write an entire romantic comedy just based off of Michael Bublé songs. <laughs> and I would like us to one day do that. But... Well, the song that opens with Breathless. Go yes, on, leave me does. breathless. Oh, 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 oh. oh. <laughs> Fantastic. And then... Um... <laughs> got one fine day in it uh, one fine day. that, that was, is a I great loved it. movie loved by the way love boogie shoes oh, oh yeah. boogie shoes. then the the sex scene is that I'm maroon five song love. oh that was old school maroon five it was yeah. it was, like it was. Old before adam levine was a sex was, symbol no, maroon that was five. Five. Uh, nobody even cared about him that, yeah. was song, that was songs about jane yeah and i will say this that was I, a good album. songs about jane that maroon yeah. five was good yeah. It, it was like kind of a light funk. Before they it got wasn't a good yeah. album. popular and commercial. Before the voice. Yeah. <laughs> Way before the voice. Oh, the J- they had, uh, I got that feeling. Mm, dun, dun, dun. James Baby, Brown. Baby, I got mm-hmm. that feeling. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, this was good. Uh, Secret by Maroon 5. 
And yeah, the last three were Sway, performed by Michael Buble, Home, performed by Michael Buble, mm. and Save the Last Dance for Me, performed by Michael Buble. I know. What if what if we wrote a romantic comedy? I know we have we already have a one Buble in the works. Comedy? Yeah, but it was based on Buble, but it was called um, like the the name on the poster for the movie could be written like bubbly but kind of like hide an umlaut in there so it'd be like buble and bubbly all together I don't, yeah, I, I, but isn't it, it's a thing over the eve is it i thought it was an umlaut oh no shit you're right yeah never mind okay base you get my basic you idea can hide though, like, that bubbly, in like a what's from thing of yeah, champagne to where we could have his like buble be within the title of like Definitely. bubbly somehow we'll have to get we'll get Brian in the bubbles this. yeah hmm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I did enjoy this soundtrack quite a bit. Yeah. You're right. Yeah. That was a good, that soundtrack. Was a good soundtrack. One fun day. All right. Well, so you got to give it a couple extra romantic comedy shit, points. You're for right. That. Yeah, I'll give it a. All right. We're giving it a five five. That okay. bumps it, that bumps <laughs> it up a half. <laughs> yeah, but then that makes it like a romantic comp. Yeah, I'll give it a five five. All right, five five, but for the soundtrack. Okay. All right. Anybody else got anything else? Nope. Laura, nothing. Good. Sarah, if people wanted to email us after this for any reason, where would they do that? Mail, M-A-I-L, at romcomcom.com. And what about if they wanted to see pictures of uh, you as Clockwork Orange or Laura as Margot? <laughs> no one wants to see that. Or Laura as Maria Sharapova? That's right. Yeah. Oh, I thought it as was... Accurate. She was Margot Tenenbaum in oh, the okay. other picture that you can barely see. The earlier. Uh, yeah. Okay. Um, they would go to Instagram, romcomcom, D-O-T-com. And also on Facebook at romcomcom.com. Cool. There we are. Okay. And also, <laughs> I would like to thank, this is my suitcase. For oh, and get on a... iTunes and review us. Oh, and yeah. Google Podcasts or Stitcher. Yeah, but yeah, do us a favor. Go and write us a review. It would really help us out. Um, tell your friends. Download. Subscribe. Unsubscribe. Subscribe. Unsubscribe. Subscribe. Unsubscribe. <laughs> Let's pump those numbers up, people. Uh, and also, I would like to thank This Is My Suitcase for letting us use their song Love off the album The Keys, Keys to Cat, Cat Heaven. Heaven. Where is it available, Sarah? <laughs> On iTunes and, and at Bandcamp. <laughs> <laughs> so if you guys would like to check that out, you can certainly get those things there or there or check out some of their side projects i think i saw that mary lynn is recording something right now so there will be more yeah. good stuff coming out that's that right is that yeah. about everything mm-hmm. laura thank you so much for for traveling gave up to a join whole with us. sunday thanks for having me yeah. i really love this show and i'm so proud to be a guest here today Yay. damn right you are and we're proud to have you on that was an awful lot of fun guys it was i had fun I had we fun. did it yeah, we did it <laughs> thanks for listening everybody I couldn't like zip my own pants and I couldn't do my own hair. Brian like put my hair up in a ponytail and it was like oh, this. Oh my God. Like, so it was sweet so though. Sad. <laughs> <laughs>